0: This is another episode of Talks with Tyler ISD, a podcast about the passionate people who have a heart for students. This podcast is brought to you by Texas Bank and Trust. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Talks with Tyler ISD. I'm your host, Jennifer Hines, and today we are going to be talking about Birdwell Dual Language Immersion School. And with us today is Katie Garrity. She is one of the parents who you actually have two children. Two of your four are currently at Birdwell right now. Um, Tell us a little bit about your family and and how you ended up at Birdwell. Um,
1: Well, we have... A pretty big family we have four kiddos and we're kind of spread out throughout the district but when we um, originally we, we were living in the Dominican Republic and when we moved back both my husband and I knew that we wanted our kids to be bilingual um, so when we moved back we had one kid <laughs> <laughs> and so um, we just I didn't realize I grew up here in Tyler and there wasn't dual language when I grew up and so when I heard that there was a dual language program I was really excited and I was even more excited that it was public and that it wasn't something that we had to pay for. Yes, Um, I just feel like that is awesome that it's so accessible to the the public people and that we don't have to pay thousands and thousands of dollars just so our kids can know.
0: Can have that kind of program available to them because it is one of the very uh, few programs, especially here in East Texas that you could even have access to, uh, which is amazing. And I know it means a lot to you and your husband, James, Uh, Because y'all are both bilingual. I mean, y'all, tell me a little bit about that because I know people that are listening would love to hear. You traveled the world and y'all have been looking at dual language programs all around the world and the United States.
1: Yeah, so um, it's funny because... You know, when you get married, you have all these qualities that you want in a husband. I didn't really care about Spanish until I went to college. (laughs) And that is really where I I learned Spanish. And I um, I studied abroad to learn it. I lived in Colombia for a while, um, just serving with the International Mission Board. And I just fell in love with the language and the culture and the people. Um, And so when I came back and I was finishing off my degree at UT Austin, I minored in Spanish and I became a bilingual teacher myself. So then when I met my husband, he was not fluent in Spanish, but he does have a, a strange knack kind of for picking yeah. it up. More on the slang side, <laughs> I would say, because he was a soccer player. Um, mm-hmm. But about a year into our marriage, we ended up moving abroad to the Dominican Republic, and he picked it up so fast. And wow. so when we did move back, we were like, Yeah, we want our kids to know Spanish but everything that you read about teaching your kids Spanish is that like one parent really has to stick to one language and the other one has to stick to the other. And neither one of us were really willing to give up mm-hmm. our <laughs> art language. Yeah. I guess, if that makes sense. Because we wanted to make sure they understood when it came down to like discipline and and helping them that they really understood what was happening. And yeah. so when we heard about Bird like Birdwall, we were like, perfect. Like we can reinforce it at home for sure, and we can help with homework. Although I do wanna say, just because you don't know Spanish doesn't mean that you can't send your kid to Birdwell. We have a ton of parents there that don't speak any yes. Spanish Yes, they're like, okay, yes. I can't
0: support at home, yes. but so you don't have to have, that is really yeah. important for a parent to know, is that, because I spoke French, but I mean, I would love for my kids to be able to speak mm-hmm. multiple languages, you know, yes. that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, and that's the cool thing too, is like once you have a second language, learning a third, fourth, fifth language is so much easier once yes. you do that. But, you know, all the studies show that five and below, those are the critical years for learning a second language or at least like expanding um, upon language at those at those early years.
0: Well, and I think that's one of the things that as parents are listening to this podcast, knowing that um, the applications for Birdwell will be opening on January 1st. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't have to speak Spanish. Your kids don't have to speak Mm -hmm. Spanish. But really for those pre-K, maybe even Mm -hmm. K and possibly first, still could get into the program if they don't have any of that background.
1: Yes, um, absolutely. And there's a ton of support throughout the school. And, um, you know, we have a lot of people in the community that want to tutor in those areas. And I think that Birdwell has a a large um, platform there to really expand upon, you know, offering tutoring to parents in both English and Spanish to bridge that gap between parents and kids, you know um i think that would be amazing and so i mean everything is a slow change everything kind of like happens slowly but it is it has been a really fun program to be a part of i will say if you have really little kids i do encourage you to put them in pre-k if you can yeah um we both of our girls that go there one did not do pre-k one did pre-k the oldest one swears up and down that she has struggled more because she <laughs> because wasn't. She, wasn't she a didn't pre-K. go to pre-K, but reality is she's not struggling at all. She just yes. is a perfectionist, and she thinks that getting a ninety-nine is failing. So. Oh, that's
0: funny. <laughs> well, hey, you've yeah. got a you've got a <laughs> yes. striver there. Yes. I love it. So, tell us a little bit about where they are in their journey, because. Uh Birdwell is pre-K all the way through eighth grade. Mm-hmm. You do want to make sure that when you're thinking about this program that you're going to commit mm-hmm. to that full program because they do kind of start more heavy in one language and then they kind of do yeah. both languages. And it's important. Otherwise, it can kind of mess with their learning yes. a little bit if they don't complete it.
1: Right. So um, to my understanding, they still accept kids past Third, fourth grade. They do. They do have to test into it, though, because we don't want to set kids up for failure. Correct. To come yes. in and be like, man, I'm so behind, and just really knock their self-confidence down. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, yeah, so uh, so let me kind of touch on the point of the difference between a bilingual school and a dual-language school.
0: Yes, that's very important to know the difference. Because
1: we have schools here in the TIS, in TISD that have bilingual programs, Correct. and I was a bilingual teacher, so I was a part of a bilingual program, and I be honest, I'm not really sure which, um, which, well, I can't think of the word right now, whatever it is that the TISD follows, but the Gomez and Gomez is pretty, is a pretty common one that, um, that districts have. And that is like an early exiting program for a bilingual. So when I say early exiting, I mean, so I was a pre-K teacher. So I would have students come in and all of my kids spoke only Spanish when they came into my class. So you're
0: really trying to teach them English. So I
1: spoke Spanish with them, but I was really weaning them off of the Spanish and giving them that language support. But Mm -hmm. we were teaching English. Yes. Um, And then some programs are different. Some districts are different. But the point of it was to wean them off of it so that in second grade, after second grade, they exit out of having a lot of language support Mm -hmm. and we're just going into like English but the whole time we've just been learning English academically. Just the
0: the normal track of a a regular student getting them acclimated. Whereas dual language immersion, it really is immersion of both languages, which is is really important because it's um, teaching both languages in different subjects all the way through. So there is that support. So the
1: point of the bilingual is is just to give them support, but not necessarily to make them biliterate, where they know how to read, write, and speak in both languages. Or is a dual language program, we're wanting our students to be biliterate and bilingual. Um, and so it's the whole thing, it's the whole thing. <laughs> and so, so I have a kiddo in kindergarten when she started in pre K, the whole day is in Spanish. They do, mm-hmm. I think, they did math in English. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole day, I mean, every conversation they have with the teacher is in Spanish. I mean, I have a little blonde hair, blue eyed girl, and mm-hmm. she was coming home. She's she's almost she's in kindergarten. And she's almost fluent in Spanish, just speaking it wow. because that's what she's around all all day long. And they long. they
0: absorb it at that age. They they, they definitely it so say vast. when they're younger, they they have the brain capacity that is easier for them to pick up languages faster. So there's a benefit to starting so young.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then when they go out on the playground, they have a a lot of friends who are Mexican or some are from Spain or some are from Colombia. It's so multicultural there. Mm -hmm. Multicultural within the Spanish community too, but they have... All, all the different cultures. They go on the playground and they're teaching each other their languages because yeah. Ellie's talking to them in English and they're talking to her in Spanish. And then before you know it, it's just they're they're
0: the learning yes, off of each other, which is yes. even better and because so it it's not just really the classroom. Really is
1: immersion as what it should be. Is like I'm having to learn it, and then um, so yeah. So the the goal of the dual language program is biliterate, bilingual, bicultural, mm-hmm. so that they understand people. And the language and the academics of it all.
0: And it's neat for them mm-hmm. to know that there is a world outside of Tyler, outside of Texas, outside mm-hmm. of the United States, that, you know, knowing that there are all these other countries out there that speak mm-hmm. Spanish in some form. I know it changes from country to country a little bit, right. um, especially when it comes to some of the slang, that sort of thing, yeah. but it's kind of like English. I mean, they speak in um you know in in Britain they and over there in Europe they have some countries yes, that speak English dialects, and it's you know it's the it, it, different words mean different things yes. and that sort of thing yeah
1: different dialects yes um my one of my daughters has a teacher from Colombia a teacher from Spain and a teacher from Mexico and so they Which have all neat. the different dialects you know they have the the lisp from um, the, uh, the Andalusian area of Spain yeah. and so they're they're they even hear the difference and and yes they're picking up on all of it and so it's really neat to watch them come home and and like even talk to each other in spanish sometimes and my husband and i used to speak spanish in front of our kids so that they couldn't understand us and now you can't do that that anymore has passed (laughs) we can't do that we're like man we're gonna have to come up with another language or or something time for y'all to learn that third language (laughs) (laughs) too tired
0: so tell me a little bit about um why y'all decided on a dual language program what was it as a Parent that you felt was extremely important uh, when you look at your child's educational career and opportunities for them.
1: We wanted our kids to be able to communicate with more people than just like a set set of people, um, especially especially in Texas. You know, mm-hmm. we have so many so many Hispanic cultures in Texas already, which is so wonderful. But we just wanted them to be able to have access to and to be able to communicate and to be able to serve and to be able to influence people outside of their own culture. And so that was mainly our thought was, you know, we went to the Dominican Republic so that we could serve there and so that we could help there and then come back and be able to serve. And it has helped us so much, too. Mm -hmm. Also, just career-wise,
0: it does open so many doors, being
1: able to say that you're bilingual truly bilingual not like i understand it but can't speak it but like truly bilingual can read right do the whole thing is such a like that's a huge thing it
0: is it absolutely is absolutely It, it will be something that sets your children apart from mm-hmm. all of the other applicants out there when it comes to job searching or even when it comes to applying for college. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I love about the Birdwell program is it does go through eighth grade, but you have the opportunity to earn high school credits, yeah. um, not only in Spanish, but you also have the opportunity <laughs> to earn credits for um, CTE, which is Career and Technical Education. They can go ahead and start earning some of those credits before they even get to high school. Yeah. And then if they they continue with the Spanish all the way through, they have the opportunity the opportunity to learn the uh, or to obtain their seal of biliteracy, which is yes. even more impressive yes. when it comes to those college applications and setting, you know, yourself apart among yes. the big sea of everybody that's trying to apply. So a great opportunity yes. there.
1: Yeah. And, you know, and this is not to knock any Spanish class in high school or anything like that, but like, that's a late age to start a second language. And I struggled... I mean, when I left high school, I think I knew the conjugation song. And so I was like, oh, I'm done with the yes. language. I did it. I made it through I all the it. I made it, I got it, I got check. Yes. And then I get to college and she I remember my first my first day in a Spanish class. She was like, This will be the last day that I speak English in this class. And we we're like, Okay. okay. <laughs> you know what? I learned so much from that. And so I just think that like, you know, like our kids are gonna finish through eighth grade and then high school Spanish is going to be nothing to right. them if they even have to take it. Cause I think they, they like pass those courses throughout right. because they've had to speak it so much. They know all the verbs. They know how to do all that stuff already mm-hmm. because they're already biliterate. We're yeah. not having to learn yeah. grammar newly, and
0: they, they're yeah. it's already ingrained. If anything, they can go mm-hmm. ahead and start learning a third language if they yes. would like to, which is which yes. is nice.
1: Well, if you if you think about it, for us speaking English, like we have to go through English classes whenever we're in elementary school. We have to mm-hmm. learn the grammar. What's yep. a noun? What's a pronoun? all of those things. Well, they're already learning those things. And those are the things that I started learning in high school in Spanish because right. we didn't take Spanish early. And yeah. that's okay. Like, yeah.
0: no, it's, it's, it's a different yeah. age now. Yes, and it's, it's, it's an amazing opportunity yes. for our children, even though it wasn't necessarily an opportunity yes. for us growing up. You could see the benefit of yes. it for sure.
1: And I think people saw that it was a benefit. And so now yeah. there is this program that's open to everyone that wants to do it. And yeah.
0: I think that's incredible. What about um, culture? You had mentioned culture. Mm-hmm. All these different cultures are represented there. Um, and I know you're on the PTA uh-huh. at Birdwell, which is also wonderful. Thank you for yeah. giving your time to the school. What um, What are some of the activities that they do there that you have seen from a parent's perspective that you really enjoy that you think bring that culture out where they get to learn about all of these different countries and things going on, celebrations, and yeah. um, really kind of embracing that idea
1: i think that it's so it's it's so interesting because we have a kid in andy woods which is an amazing school and they have all these amazing events but they're so different
0: Yes. To the ones
1: that are at Birdwell, which is so, it's just fun for me to see both sides of the coin. You know? Absolutely. And so if you, I'm sure you've seen it on the news, but like Birdwell has a giant Hispanic Heritage Month. Yes. And they take an entire month to talk about all the different things from different countries. Each class has their own country that they're, you know, doing. and And so it's a giant month where we have dress up and we have all these like, famous people that have come through that have impacted the impacted society from it. So that's a really cool one to see. Um, I know they do Cinco de Mayo. They do Cinco de Mayo. They, they do they a do, lot the, of different the, ones. Yeah, the Los Muertos the is really big. Yes. Like they do All of those things are celebrated in such a different way um, because there's so many people there whose their own culture, their home culture celebrates that as well. And so the celebration looks very different than just I hate, I don't want to say it like this, but like then just like me as an American citizen, like trying to mm-hmm. celebrate something that I didn't celebrate myself. And so they're really right. being like inundated with true like celebration. this is how they yes, celebrate. This is, this really is why they is.
0: celebrate. Like, they, mm-hmm. And they're not just celebrating to celebrate. They're they're learning the history behind mm-hmm. it, the meaning behind it, the culture, the traditions. Um, you know, all of the different things. Yes. Uh, and it, it really is, it's kind of the whole package. I mean, they're learning all of these different things. They're learning the language. They're learning the different cultures um, and all of that, mm-hmm. which makes Birdwell such a unique program. Mm-hmm. You said that you've been all over the world and yeah. even the United States looking at these types of programs. What sets Birdwell apart in your mind?
1: Oh, gosh, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, man, we, so yeah, I, we traveled, a friend of mine who is a director of a school in the Dominican Republic, we traveled all over the United States looking at dual language programs or try, like some that were like multiple lingual. And so it was really interesting walking in and seeing kids that would come up to me who were clearly, this was not their culture and speak Chinese to me or speak, you know, something else that I'm, you're like, whoa, like this is, yeah. this program is really working. And it's hard to think that you could implement a program and that would work, but mm-hmm. It does. Um, So I think that in all the programs that I've seen, what sets this one apart is that, like the teachers here are all from that culture. And so so the, yeah, they're yes. really
0: learning from somebody that has lived it yes. and experienced it and has firsthand knowledge, yes. and really can relate. I don't,
1: like all those programs had some teachers that were that were that way too, but they also mm-hmm. had teachers who were like myself, who know a sec that that's my second language. It's not right. my My first culture. Yes. and so I think that it's the cultural part of it is what is really neat. And sometimes, to be honest, it is a struggle because there is always going to be a disconnect between two, two, three different cultures where you don't understand one another. But that's one of the main reasons that we wanted our kids to be in it was to be able to understand a wider worldview than what we have right here, right in front of us. Yes. You know, um, and then one day they'll be able to travel and see those cultures themselves. And, and, it, and already it. know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah and already it. kind of get
0: it when they get there. Yes. Like they've they've already had it kind of ingrained through their yeah, they'll understand education. It. They're not
1: going to be so, I mean... When I moved to the Dominican Republic, I'm such a type A personality, but I remember being like, oh my gosh, this is where expectations come to die like oh no <laughs> like nobody follows rules here, nobody does this and but there is a beauty in it too of like how slow paced everything was and that people were so relational with one another. Mm-hmm. It took me time though to appreciate that because I'm like efficiency, let's do this. let's do this yes. because our culture is go go go.
0: Yes strive, strive, strive mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: But they're getting a lot of that culture themselves, too, where mm-hmm. sometimes my kids will be like, it's okay, and I'm like, it's not." You know, like, and so it's good. It's a good balance for our kids to have. So they're
0: even kind of learning from what I'm hearing you say, the social emotional part of learning to be like, we're not going to stress out about this. We're going to relax a little bit. We're going to have that relation um, part of it. The the, the physical human, you know, back and forth that we need, that connection and understanding that part of those cultures. Absolutely.
1: and, And also just understanding like the, um, the nuances and the sarcasm from different cultures has been interesting. It's funny because um, I say this with all the love in my heart, but like we as a culture tend to be a little more soft Mm -hmm. (laughs) and other cultures. and, And I say this knowing like I have, I have a brother from Russia. I have uh-huh. I have families from different, and they are so much more abrupt in the way they speak, and it is not ill-intentioned. But when you They're hear, just it, you're more like, well, "That was rude." <laughs> like, it wasn't rude to them. Yeah. And so it's it's listening to like my oldest will come home and be like, "Well, I know that that wasn't their heart. Yes. I know that they just meant this, and that they were playing." So I'm like, "Man, how mature are you to be able to see and the to difference? decipher?" Yes. yes. But like. That's going to help them. If they hadn't them. been exposed to it, then
0: they wouldn't know. They wouldn't, know. And they wouldn't yeah. have the understanding. And, mm-hmm. and that will help them, especially when it comes to, you know, inner office, working with teams, all of those relationships that are right. important that you learn once you Um, get out of high school, get out of college, and you get into the workforce, learning that that's really important. Um, Because everybody does come from different, you know, different places, different cultures. And so understanding that I think is really, really important. I mean,
1: and just just interpersonal, yeah, relationships where it's like how to interact with people other than yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's important for marriage. It's important for like everything is to be able to like look beyond yourself Mm -hmm. and understand and accept somebody for who they are you know
0: absolutely well what i love about birdwall um kind of circling back around applications do open on the first of january as you mentioned you know the um pre-K, kindergarten, maybe even first, they don't really have to know Spanish, but if they are in some sort of other program, mm-hmm. they will take them all the way through if they can test in. Yes. So don't let that hold you back if there is some um, support already there with your yes. child and they already have some sort of a language, second language yeah. um, with them. Those that are listening right now that might want to apply, they can easily go to... Um, tylerisd.org slash Birdwell. The applications are there. You can fill them out online. You can print it out and um, write it, you know, fill it out, you know, the old school way with paper and pen. Uh, But it's definitely time for those that are looking at these types of programs to set up a tour, go see the school, put in those applications come January 1st and uh, make sure that they can uh, have that opportunity to just see if maybe it is a good fit for their family. Yes. We have lots of magnet schools <laughs> that are going to be opening January 1st, so this definitely should be one that's on their list. Yeah,
1: and let me tell you, the applications go in fast. I remember okay, being so stressed that's good to know. I remember being stressed get out about it. Get them in it, early. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't get it in, but get it in early because every year the application numbers go up.
0: Yes. Um, oh, yes. I mean, and I know that the, they, they, will, that max this, yeah, yeah, they will max out. Yeah. People didn't know out. that
1: this was a program, and now it's becoming a thing where people know about it, and so it, the application numbers are going up.
0: So oh, that's that's it's wonderful.
1: But get yes. your application in.
0: <laughs> what um, What would you like for parents that are listening uh, right now to know about Birdwell? If you could leave them with mm-hmm. anything, oh, what gosh. would you want them to to know that we maybe haven't covered yet, or to think about?
1: Okay. Well, I guess from my perspective as a parent, this is our second language coming in. I'll give you a couple different perspectives. The best advice that a parent gave me in my similar situations like Katie, your kids, it's gonna feel like they're a little bit behind whenever they start, mm-hmm. but you need to remember that if everything is in their second language. And it is a lot. So if they get a B, <laughs> if they have a C. Like you praise that, and it is okay because eventually, because they're but, doing language yes, they're and doing the subject, language and the subject, and they're doing. And I don't say this to minimize anything that's happening at another school, but like I have to have different expectations in my head yes. for this program than I would a different program. Um, and they do, they have like they have accelerated, they have they have caught up, they have done mm-hmm. it, but. Being a perfectionist myself, I'm like,
0: oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, you have to kind so, of, yes. and and again, that's kind of what I was referring to a little bit earlier in our conversation. It's it's a commitment. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that is very important for parents to understand is that because they're learning the language and the subject, they really do have to commit for that pre-K mm-hmm. or Kinder through eighth program yeah. because. If you only do it for a few years and then you pull them out, they will be a little bit more behind in certain Mm -hmm. subjects because they're also learning the language. Yes. But it does even out and then actually puts them ahead if they complete the whole program. Yes, absolutely. Which is very important. I think
1: you've got to be willing to push through. The first years for us have been a little bit harder and then it flips, flip flops. And then as the English starts introducing, then the people whose first language is Spanish, yes. then those years are a little bit harder and then it all evens out and it comes together. But you've got to be willing to like push through and stick to it and just trust the process because yes. the administration knows what they're doing. The teachers know what they're doing. There's a lot of study and... All sorts of things, research. It's behind a, yes, what it's, they're a, doing. it's a program. They yes. have
0: they have a plan, and they have yes. a plan for each individual child, and getting them exactly yes. where they need to be. And yes. that's the one thing that I think a lot of people uh, may not realize is that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important is you can go in not knowing English. You can go in not knowing Spanish. Mm-hmm. And you're going to come out on the other end knowing both of them extremely yes. well. If
1: you stick to it.
0: If you stick yes. to it. Exactly. Yes. That's the point to yes. drive home. And stick and, and to there it. there
1: are times when my third grader will spell stuff and it is so spanglishy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like combined <laughs> in like, Why are we
1: spelling this right yet? But I'm like, oh. you know what? She will. She'll get there. She's yes. just mixing up the two languages in her head right now. And all the knowledge that she has of English grammar and Spanish grammar and Spanish phonics and English phonics they're just yes. mixing. Yes. And but they will, And they're absorbing cuz yes. they're a
0: sponge at this age. Yes, but, but it will even out. She can write essays
1: in Spanish, That's you know incredible. Like it is it will it will all like pan out and they'll get there and You just gotta be willing to be patient and trust the process.
0: I love that. Well, Katie, thank you so much for joining us today and giving us the parent perspective. I think that's really important um, when parents are thinking about it, that they know that there's another parent out there that kinda has been through Mm -hmm. the the ropes, showing them the ropes, that sort of thing. Yeah. So let me tell
1: you, if you join a school like that, I guess with anything. You need to get involved. You need to be plugged in because when you do start feeling overwhelmed, because you will. Mm-hmm. I think any parent feels that no matter what program you're in. Yes. Because we all want our kids to succeed.
0: Absolutely.
1: You need to get plugged in. So whether that's with the PTA or another group of parents, you need to get plugged in so that you have someone who understands what you're going through, but also that y'all are like pushing through together.
0: Yes, absolutely. And then and those that, you know, especially with the PTA, you have PTA parents from all different grades, so they can tell you what to expect at this stage mm-hmm. and That stage and it's ahead of me. That I'm like, okay, it's it's a whole, it's a whole tight-knit community. I've got a lot of friends that have children at Birdwell. They've absolutely loved it. Um, I love that so many are seeing the benefits of it. It's almost. Like a hidden gem, like some people don't even realize it's yeah. out there and we're like, it's here, it's here, yes. you need to come and see. Yes. And it's, it's, it's extremely amazing um, what they're doing over there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad that your two kids are in there and are really enjoying it and yes. absorbing all of that. And you're seeing kind of what you and your husband fell in love with, with going and doing mm-hmm. um, and serving in other countries. And now you're able to give them the gift of a second yeah. language because it really is a gift it for them gift. to be able to succeed once they do yeah. um, graduate from high school. Yeah. Well, thank you you're again so for welcome. joining thank us. You for having me. And thank you again for... Joining us for this episode of Talks with Tyler ISD, again, I'm your host, Jennifer Hines. If you would like to know more about all things Tyler ISD, you can always go to our website at tylerisd.org or you can sign up for our newsletter at get.tylerisd.news and you will get our external newsletter to learn more about all of the wonderful things that are going on inside of our school district. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Texas Bank and Trust. Subscribe to Talks with Tyler ISD on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Please share this episode with your friends and family.